are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. A self-defense event happens in seconds. In the time it takes to listen to this commercial, your life could change forever. I pray you're never forced to shoot in self-defense, but if you must, then you must really be ready. That's why USCCA exists, because every responsibly armed American should have the training, education to navigate a self-defense situation. And should you ever need it, the 24-7 critical response team is right there for you. To discover more about the USCCA, visit uscca.com slash G-O-R. Act now because the life you save could be your own. uscca.com slash G-O-R. Everybody, the voter guides are out. The voter guides for San Diego County gun owners, the voter guide for Inland Empire gun owners, and the voter guide for Orange County gun owners, all posted and ready to go. So if you're in San Diego, go to sandiegocountygunowners.com or sdcgo.org. If you're in Inland Empire, uh, that's San Bernardino or Riverside, go to uh, inlandempiregunowners.com. If you're in Orange County, go to orangecountygunowners.com. Check out the voter guide. Don't just look at it. Follow it when you vote. Tell other people about it. Uh, donate to the candidates and help them get elected. This is how we do effective work. This is the most important thing that we do. Out of all the projects uh, that we uh, that we tackle, um, our voter guide is the very most important. So please, please, please check it out and support it. The 2022 Gun Rights Policy Conference finished today in, in Dallas. And our very own uh, producer, Rich, was there. And uh, big congratulations to John Petrolino, who's a friend, friend of the show, being recognized as the blogger of the year <clears throat> he's now a multi-award winning author which is very very cool we, a lot of past guests were in attendance amy Dillon, amanda suffercool of course john petrolino our buddy charlie cook rob pincus masada Yub, cheryl cook ronda mary john crump dan woes and craig deluse shaky dave says hi by the way action jackson he was there shaky dave says hello well, hi back to Shaky Dave. There you go, my friend. Uh, in the studio, of course, we have uh, myself, Michael Schwartz, Action Jackson, you just heard from, the very handsome and talented uh, Dave Stahl. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're an Alpinian. <laughs> Alicia, how are you? Doing well. And our special guest that we're going to talk to uh, just a little bit later is uh, Two from 2C. How you doing, man? All right. Thank you so much for coming in and bringing your products, and we're going to talk all about your, uh, your slides and... Uh, uh, and everything. So uh, thank you so much for, for being here, man. Of course. Have you been on the radio before? Never. Well, you're doing a great job so far. <laughs> well, hang on there. <laughs> uh, the uh, Second Amendment Foundation sues California over the law suppressing gun lawsuits. We're, uh, that's actually, it's being called Miller 2. Basically, what is going on is the state of California says that, hey, if you're going to sue over gun laws, and you lose in any way, if, you, if the ruling doesn't go 100% your way, then they're going to punish the plaintiff by uh, forcing him into bankruptcy, and essentially is what they're going to do. They're going to charge him hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of dollars. It's an intimidation factor, um, or an, I should say an intimidation tactic, to uh, prevent us from suing against unconstitutional gun laws. So 
as a part of the Miller case, the Miller case, the assault weapons ban, we're basically saying, hey, look, we can't continue on with this case uh, that we are clearly going to win uh, out of fear that uh, this law will, will bankrupt all the plaintiffs. So uh, thank you so much, Firearms Policy Coalition and Second Amendment Foundation. Thank you so much, San Diego County Gun Owners members, for your all plaintiffs. Uh, we're looking forward to getting rid of this law so that we can continue to uh, clear out all this unconstitutional um, crap in California. Can I say crap on the air? I can say yes, crap. you can. All right, good. <clears throat> anyway, um, going to have an interesting show. Thank you all so much for joining us. And uh, Dave, I think uh, I think by the way, I'm I'm going. Charlie Cook was uh, over the weekend posted that he was at uh, Denny's and there was no spaghetti. So I think uh, throughout the show, we're going to talk about how really? we're going. Yeah, we're going to we're going to get this turned around. Let's we're going to use it. the full force of, of, of gun the, owners radio. I think we should to bring get, it back. Bring it back. Bring the spaghetti back. Let's, let's. I've decided. Let's find out. Let's get rich to find out who the CEO. Is of Denny's. <laughs> get him on the air. We'll get him on the Let's air. Let's do it. We won't even tell him why. Yeah. He can lie and say we have a compliment because they um, always take compliment calls. Well, it's kind of a compliment. No, it's bring not. it back. Yeah, bring <laughs> it back. I mean, hello, there's what? Two people? All right. Here's a. Okay. How many out there likes Denny's spaghetti? Everybody. Well, they don't know. They can't even well, try it now. Well, I mean, you've had, well, they've had it in the past. So go to SD. Well, go to Denny's.com. Well, no, go to our web, your or website. Go to our website. And then tell us. All right, and yeah. if we can get more than seven, then we'll go after the CEO. Well, we're going after him anyway. So I think we should. Anyway, let's go to a commercial. Come back for our first guest. Let's do it right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. It's all yours, kid. So Rebecca Schmoe is a Kansas representative for the D.C. Project and leads One Million Moms Against Gun Control. She's now running for Kansas House of Representatives. But first, if you have legal matters that involve firearms, then you need to call California firearms lawyer John Dillon. Especially if you have questions about red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you just need to know that your guns are California compliant. Call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws. Call 760-642-7150. Or you can visit his website at dillonlawgp.com. All right, we've had Rebecca on before. She's a friend of the show. She does a fantastic job with uh, an organization called One Million Moms Against Gun Control. And uh, so we wanted to have her come on because she's, she's going down a new path in life, a very a similar but new path in life, and we wanted to have her come on and talk about it. Rebecca, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you? I am good. I am busy. It's been a very busy few months. It sounds like you're busy. You're going, you're, essentially, you're going from two-way activist to campaigning for office, right? Yes, and actually juggling both at the same time, because even if I, well, regardless of whether or not I get elected, Mm -hmm. I will continue to support our Second Amendment forever. So it really is doing both things, wearing both hats at the same time. So let's back up and talk a little bit about your background. Talk about what your experience is with firearms. Okay, so... um, 
I was one of those lucky kids that I was always around firearms. Um, I come from a family of hunters, and so I had very early exposure and uh, very early safety training and very early on training about what a firearm is designed to do and respect for what it can do and respect for life. Um, Of course, all of that translated over into the fact that we were also very political. Um, My family didn't necessarily run for office, but they critiqued it at every opportunity. And so I grew up watching all the political news programs with my, uh, my dad and my uncles and my granddad, and they spent more time explaining to me why the political pundits were wrong than I actually spent listening to the programs. Now, did you grow up in Kansas? Yes. Yeah, I'm lifelong Kansan. Nice. Kansan. I didn't think, I've, I don't know if I've ever, that's what you call someone from Kansas. I never really thought about it. Before. Yeah. They're a Kansan. I like yeah. it. Um, okay, so what got you involved in the uh, Million Moms Against Gun Control? Well, like everybody else who was sitting around uh, roughly 10 years ago watching the horror um, nightmare of Sandy Hook, I was watching that. I had kids that were about the same age as the kids that you were that you were uh, seeing on TV. And so I was watching, just like everybody else, heartbroken. And then the other mom group, the red shirt Bloomberg moms, hopped on scene. And they started talking about how moms hate guns. And, in fact, not only do I not hate them, but they were my only method of protecting my kids, myself and my kids. My husband at the time worked nights. We lived outside of city limits. It would take about 15 minutes for the sheriff's office to show up to my house. And that's, I mean, given if you can get to the phone to make the call to begin with. So when they started saying that guns were evil and bad and we needed to get rid of them, I took great exception to that and started looking around for like-minded people so that we could set the story straight. And I found the group One Million Moms Against Gun Control. Since then, uh, we are a national organization, and uh, Mary Callison in Illinois and I kind of head that At this point, we have gone through a lot of leadership changes over the years, and a lot of amazing people have donated their time uh, to helping us. But really, all we do is facilitate introductions. If somebody wants to find resources in their area, whether it's good training, whether it's how to change laws, whether it's I need to know who my legislators are, we can generally find somebody training within about 50 miles from where they are. And so it's just been a decade of networking and meeting amazing people in the Second Amendment community so that we can bridge the gap and, you know, continue to educate people. And you're not just involved in uh, Million Moms Against Gun Control, but you're also involved in the D.C. project, right? Aren't you a, a Kansas rep for the D.C. Project? I am. I am the Kansas director for D.C. Project, and we just came back just a few weeks ago from D.C., and that was the trip that we take one lady from every state, at least one from every state, and we descend on Capitol Hill and visit every legislative office that will see us. We uh, start early, like months out, 
can start making appointments. And of course, some friendlies uh, are busy. And so we see their staffers, some non-friendlies just don't want to see us at all. So they either pawn us off on staffers or they just fail to commit. And so it was, it was a very busy week of women talking about what real gun safety looks like and what the face of the American gun owner actually looks like since women are by and large the biggest growing demographic of gun ownership in America. Who's your least favorite? Rep. Are you allowed to answer that question or am I putting you on the spot? No, um, I, I have a lot of least favorite reps, actually. Um, right now, Kansas just went through a redistricting, and my old rep, I, I have great um, relationship with him. His name is Jake LaTurner, and he's fantastic. And, in fact, he was able to meet personally with my group. Uh, he's just he's a great guy and he's done a great job. Unfortunately, in redistricting, we got Sharice. And uh, Sharice is by far no friend to the gun owner. She is also no friend to the Constitution. So I felt a little thrown under the bus and uh, we did not get a chance to meet with her or her office. You know, I'm not familiar with with Kansas, uh, you know, intimately. Um, how but, you know, everybody. I know people have moved to Kansas. It's got a reputation for being a, an extremely pro-Second Amendment state. How does somebody who's not a friend of the Second Amendment get elected in Kansas? Generally speaking, we don't have blue cities. We have blue districts within major cities. Um, a lot of our university towns um, tend to vote blue. And so... Uh, <laughs> I mean, when you're looking at Kansas City and Wichita and uh, areas like that, they tend to trend blue. Unfortunately, since we don't have like an electoral college style <laughs> voting for the state, they actually outnumber the votes a lot of times uh, for the state. So then we are represented at a, as a state by these very small blue blips on our map. That's also how we get stuck with governors such as Laura Kelly, who puts on her red shirt and stands out there with the demanding moms. And uh, your, your, your governor, your, the governor yes. of Kansas is fairly anti-Second Amendment. Uh, she is entirely anti-Second Amendment. Wow. Uh, yeah. So Kansas say, isn't as, as, as pro 2A as people think. You know, and here's kind of, I guess, where I'm going with this. First off, this I, I this is this sounds like the catalyst for, for your for your next venture in in life, which is an awesome transition. But the other thing is, I, there's this this misunderstanding that all of California is anti-gun, and everything right. that's not California is is pro-gun, and that's simply not true. There are a no, lot, not even a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of places in Texas and. And Kansas and and other uh, other states that are generally thought of as being pro Second Amendment that are not pro Second Amendment. This is not, a, you know. And we I, I I talk to people all the time who are leaving California. They're going to other states because you know they think they're going to escape this thing. And it's all over. You're not going to escape. Tucking your tail and running to another state is not going to solve the problem. And you're it's it's not going to help you escape from this stuff. Um, so it's very refreshing and important to hear that, that Kansas 
you guys have your own battle going when it comes to pro and uh, pro and anti Second Amendment. It sounds like. Oh, we absolutely do. And I know a ton of people who are fighting the good fight in California, trying to turn the tide out there. And I I support that 100%. It's one of my biggest pet peeves when I hear somebody say, well, why don't you just move? Yeah. Because this is my home. That's of right. Of course I'm not going to move. This is, this is my home. This is where my business is. This is where I'm raising my family. It's not any less... Uh, dependent and and reliant on the constitution as any other state we still are americans we still adhere to the constitution and so it's it really is one of those things that it doesn't make any difference where you are you have to be in the fight because if you're not in the fight you're going to lose your rights that's right george washington isn't famous because he moved right Okay, so we're we're gonna have to we're gonna go to break here in just a couple minutes. Well, about get about a minute and about a minute. So tell everybody what's what's your big what's your big announcement? What what are you doing? You Second Amendment activist, extremely active in uh, a couple different projects. Well, let's hold that thought, and we'll have her come back and tell us. What Should do you we think? do that? Sure. Right. What the heck? All right, well, I don't want to break into the right in the middle of her speech. <laughs> All right, folks, you're listening to Gun Owners Radio. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Sushi. I love sushi. And Denny's spaghetti. <laughs> well, not together. You have got a jacked up palate. Don't Let me forget the you. peanut butter and pickles. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot all about that. Hey, folks, Orange County Gun Owners is dedicated to preserving and restoring Orange County gun rights. OCGO has developed a strong permanent infrastructure that focuses on changing the face of gun ownership by getting volunteers involved in local-level activism outreach. We must have a profound influence and advancement on policies protecting the Second Amendment throughout all of Orange County. If you live in Orange County and want to help defend and restore the Second Amendment, you need to join. OCGunOwners.com slash just join. Volunteers at a shooting social or at a gun shop, tabletop, and you can also help pro-gun local offices officials get elected as well. Become a member today. That's ocgunowners.com slash join. All right. We're talking to Rebecca Schmoe from uh, Kansas, who's a Second Amendment activist, and she has a big major announcement. Rebecca, what is your big major announcement? All right. So um, basically, my representative, my state house representative for my district announced from the well, closing day of session, that he was going to effectively retire. He was not going to go up for re-election and kind of mic dropped and left office. So I started calling around, finding out who's the guy, how can we support them, and I got a whole lot of, we don't know, will you be the guy? So I went up and signed on the dotted line to represent my district to 
campaign to represent my district, and I just came through the primary with 62% of the vote. Whoa. And now I am in the midst of the general election. I do have a Democrat opponent who is trying to run as far removed from Democrat wording as possible. I mean, <laughs> however, I mean, he, he really tries to portray himself as moderate, but he is the head of our Democrat Party committee of our area. So he's the top Democrat in our area and trying to run as moderate because he knows that he can't get elected in our district if people knew what he really believed. So you are running for Congress. Yes, sir. <laughs> <Ta-da>! Congratulations. <laughs> That's, and it sounds like you had an amazing primary. Um, and it sounds like you're uh, um, on your way to uh, possibly winning this whole thing here in about a month. Oh, boy, I sure hope so, because uh, we need good representation, not just in our area, but across the board. We need good, liberty-minded people to step up. I've said for years, if you cannot find a good representative, run to be your representative. So I kind of put my money and my time where my mouth is, and... We're right in the middle of this thing. So what's the what's the strength of your campaign? By and large, whenever I stand on doorsteps and I'm talking to constituents who happen to be my neighbors in my county, um, the two biggest things that I am able to tell people are that I want us to keep more of our own hard-earned money, and I want the government to stay out of our business. And as long as we can accomplish those two things, even if it's just one step every session, then we are on our way to restoring our liberty. What's yeah. the, what's, do, you, do you have any ruby slippers? <laughs> I do not. But wouldn't that be cool if you campaigned in ruby slippers? <laughs> and then if anybody looked at you, just start clicking your heel and they'll all run. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. I've been here all day. Or you could drop a house on your opponent. Well, that was the other thing, but I was going to be nice. <laughs> oh, all right. Well. <laughs> but, well, the, but the ruby slippers well would work, I'm telling you. They would work. So what do you hear? I really do need to invest in those. Yeah, really. What do you hear most when you're when you're out campaigning, you're talking to people? You know, I think most people are, they, they don't really pay attention to politics. And it always surprises me. And of course, you know, we're on a gun show. We're talking to gun people. That's all we think about, guns, Second Amendment, Second Amendment, guns, guns. But, you know, the average voter is not thinking about guns. Um, I wish they were, and we're trying to increase the amount of voters who, um, you know, vote based on Second Amendment issues. But I'm always surprised. It's always interesting to hear what voters really do care about. What, what do you hear about the most? Or, or what do you hear about the most, and what was the most surprising issue that somebody brought up to you? Um, well, I would have to say that the most is really what you're talking about. I will go up to a doorstep and I'll knock and introduce myself and hand them the, the push card that you carry around with your information. And I will ask, is there anything that's top of mind that you want to see done? Is there anything I can do for you? What is your biggest concern? And I have gotten probably 90% of people at the door say, I don't know, I really don't follow politics. 
So then we start talking about gas prices and we start talking about the cost of food at the grocery store and the ability to find things uh, supply chain wise. Yeah. And about halfway through the conversation, when they're getting really riled up about it, I say that's politics. You right. live it every day, whether you're paying attention to it or not, it is affecting your life. And so the realization that people are having that even if they don't follow politics, even if they think it's something to avoid, they're living it every day. Mm-hmm. They, they see the symptoms and, and the exasperation from it every day, all day long. They're just not connecting the dots. So, Rebecca, let me just ask a question. I, I, I had to step out, so I may have, you know, Michael may have already asked it. Uh, when did you throw your hat in the ring? How long have you been doing this? Okay, so it was the beginning of June, that roughly the first couple of weeks of June, that my rep decided to... This year? Yes. This year? And, and yes. you got 60%. Yeah. Well, you're either, you either hit every single door in Kansas City, <laughs> or your message must really resonate to, to, the, to the constituents. I hit a lot of doors. I'm not going to lie. It was hot this year. I was basically walking on the surface of the sun. I would get up to a door and just be covered in sweat and still hand them my information and have a conversation. Um, But it really is. It's a labor of love because I need our area to have good representation. I need us to have a voice at the state level so that we can both protect our district as well as protecting Kansas from what is happening at the state or at the federal level. Because really, state legislature has those two jobs. You're supposed to protect your districts and you're supposed to protect your state from whatever shenanigans are happening in D.C. Well, it doesn't sound like your competition is doing much walking. I mean, because that is, I mean, don't you, is it just me, Mike, or is that impressive? Very impressive. I mean, you deal with people running for office all the time, and I, we've known people that have run a lot longer than she has and haven't gotten half as far. Yeah, she's doing a great job, but I, I think... Uh, Come to California. You know, politics is kind of the ultimate meritocracy, too. You know, the harder yeah. you work, the the, yeah, the, yeah. the, 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 yeah. uh, the more successful you are. What's the most important or interesting lesson you've learned from, you know, crossing over from being an activist to being a, uh, for running for, I was, I was almost going to call you a politician and everybody Don't do that. Yeah. That's, that's Don't highly offensive. That. So, uh, from, from crossing over from being an activist to running for public office, what's the most important lesson you've learned? I think the most important lesson that I've learned thus far is that it is not what you know, it is who you know. It, it really is a, fact. a difficult yeah. um, it's a difficult job to crack into. And really all it is is a very long, grueling job interview. And so when you are out and you are talking to the people that you're hoping to represent, you have to remind them, yes, I've done all of these other things for a decade, but they really don't care about that. They want to know, okay, who do you work with? What are you going to get done um, when you get to Topeka or when you get into office? 
who are you going to be friendly with and are you going to be able to compromise in some areas to which I always say that I'm, I'm all about compromising on what we have for dinner. If you want a burger and I want pizza, I'll compromise with you on that. I'm not going to compromise on the fact that we need to eat. There are some lines that are drawn that you don't compromise on. So being able to remind people that I have worked with other legislators for 10 years, and I have given advice on different bills that protect their individual liberty, that has made a huge, huge difference. I I don't know the first thing about campaigning, since this is my first rodeo, literally. Um, what I do know is protection of liberty. And so trying to remind people that that has been a focal point for a decade and that I've given my own time and my own dime to that really helps them understand that it's not a campaign promise. It's a way of life for me. Well, what do you want to do? What are you going to, what do you look forward to do? What are you looking forward to doing when it comes to guns once you're in office? Well, we have outstanding gun rights um, already here in Kansas. We have worked very hard for years shoring up our gun rights here. What we absolutely need to get done is blocking any of these red flag laws or anything that looks or smells like a red flag law. Um, They are the antithesis of freedom. They go against everything that the Constitution is. And so that's one of the things that I will focus most of my efforts on as soon as I get there. And I know a bunch of legislators that are already there that are looking to do that as well. So the, we need the numbers so the, that we can ensure that that happens. I couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. The red flag laws, specifically the gun violence restraining orders, are horrible. And it's one of the things that uh, um, it, that is uh, – that it's agreed on by both the San Diego Democratic Party and the Republican, uh, uh, San Diego Republican Party, um, is they both love red flag laws. The San Diego Republicans have uh, endorsed a candidate for sheriff who is a champion of gun violence restraining orders, and they can't wait to get the guy elected. It's unbelievable to me, um, after years of advocacy and after years of Republicans claiming to be pro-Second Amendment and pro uh, freedom and liberty and, you know, pro-Constitution, and the first chance they get to endorse a, uh, a gun violence restraining order champion for sheriff, of all things, um, they did it. Unbelievable betrayal to uh, to gun owners here in San Diego. But anyway, that's a whole other segment. Rebecca, what's your website? Let's see if we can uh, drum up some support for you from San Diego. All right, we've got uh, my political site is RebeccaSchmoy.com, and then you can also find me at 1mmagc.org and dcproject.info. All right, kiddo. Thank you very much, and God, what a job. Folks, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, a whole lot more right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Veterans often don't get the support they deserve. Patriot Assist fixed that. 
Learn more about Patriuses with Leslie E. Schneider next. But first, did you know we have a world-class flight training school here in San Diego? Pilots can fly almost every day. We're close to the ocean, the desert, mountains. And that's why San Diego is one of the best places to learn how to fly in the world. Learn to fly in sunny San Diego right at Montgomery Field. Getting started is easy. They, so give them a call at 858-569-1822. Or you can go learn to fly with STFTI. Or just give them a call. 858-569-1822. All right. Our next guest is Leslie Schneider. Um, you may remember Leslie from being an endorsed candidate by Sandy County Governor. She was on the school board for uh for years and is a fantastic person hard working and uh, has a really interesting project that she's working on uh the, which is brand new and i wanted to have her come on the show and talk a little bit about it uh called patriot assist leslie are you there i am how thanks are you me, you bet thanks I'm for great. being here yeah yeah i really appreciate it um yeah my my time on the school board is is over um but that doesn't mean that the fight is is gone. Um, there's still a lot of great candidates uh, that are running and that are um, have some big, big issues that need to be tackled at the school board level. So I'm um, always involved in the fight, helping out wherever I can. But um, but yeah, my attention has turned to kind of a new endeavor, official endeavor. Um, I'm working actually with my brother, um, Will Jakeaway, and we started up a, a new organization called Patriot Assist. And um, the idea behind the organization is to help veterans who um, who are no longer active duty um, to maximize their disability benefits that they receive from uh, from the VA. Um, these guys have put everything on the line for us. They fought for us, and and um, they've lost um, their health, um, their capabilities in, uh, in some cases. And we want to make sure that we we support them and get them what they deserve. Um, so that's what our company does. Wow, that's awesome. What was the uh, now? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite veteran? <laughs> well, our, my dad, obviously, <laughs> our dad. He's a <laughs> that was a trick question because um, I know you know him. Yeah, um, I do. Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, he's a member of San Diego County Gun Owners. He's a uh, a gentleman and uh, a very uh, a passionate Second Amendment uh, advocate. And he's a great guy. Now, but did, yes. you know, growing up, uh, you know, with your dad, knowing your dad, um, was that part of the catalyst? Was that would that influence uh, the project? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, um, so, you know, my, as you know, my dad's a big hunter, so we've always, you know, kind of been around, um, you know, guns and military and, um, he's always been a huge supporter of the military, always wherever he goes, whatever organization he's, um, working with or volunteering with, he always organizes military appreciation events. Um, so we've always had that in our, you know, in our blood. And um, so it just really, really made sense when my brother and I were, were looking for something to do that could be ours. Um, we wanted to be able to do something that was meaningful, not just for us, but for our family and for our community. Um, so this, um, you know, this is what we decided that we wanted to, to jump into. So, okay, so f there are a bunch of different programs from, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, every or uh, many levels of government including, you know, the federal and, and state. And, yeah. but I guess it's hard to know all of them. It's hard to know what, what all a, a veteran qualifies for. So the idea is to find somebody who served a veteran 
and uh, make sure that all the benefits that they're qualified to to receive they get is that the idea well the the area that we really focus on are their medical benefits so these are based so what we're do, doing is we're working with veterans who have a service connected disability so these are folks who've already you know they they've they it, they've it's been recognized that they have a disability or they have a condition a medical or a psychological condition that is a result of them serving in the military. And then we help make sure that the benefits that they're receiving accurately reflect the disability that they have. And there could be a couple reasons why this is is not the case. Um, They could, for instance, have um, gone through the process on their own, um, gone to the VA and um, perhaps the VA didn't give it enough time or consideration and, you know, rated them under where they really should be rated. The VA, as we all know, is a huge bureaucratic organization, and things can slip through the cracks. They're, they, they do a lot of wonderful things, but as with any bureaucracy, things can slip through the cracks, right? Um, another reason why they could be underrated is they, time could have passed, and they could have had a condition that they were properly rated for 5, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, but time has passed and things have worsened. So what started out as maybe an injury in their foot or their knee has now progressed to a hip injury or a back issue. You know, it's gone, traveled all the way up to their neck. You, you know, you just never know where things will go. And if that is the case, we just want to make sure that we get them um, into one of our docs. Uh, they get a, a, an accurate uh, physical exam or, or a mental exam that reflects the severity of their current symptoms, and then we prepare all the paperwork for them to then go back to the VA, submit all this paperwork, and then get the proper rating. And you know the the, the dollars that we're talking about can be can be significant. I mean, this could be this could be a mortgage for a house. This could be a kid's you know uh, uh, college education that they're able to put money into, right? I mean, it's the it's important. That, that these that these folks get what they deserve and what they fought so hard to um, to do for us, it's important that we recognize that and make sure that we you know we make them whole at least in this way. And your website is patriotassist.org. org. Um, yeah. what, what what message are you what 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 result are you hoping for from our audience? Like how can we help or what what kind of awareness do you want for, from our audience? Well, well, honestly, I mean, we want to help anybody out there who needs it. So if you go to our website, uh, you fill out a contact form, we will get in touch with you. We offer, you know, a free review of your um, current, you know, status. Um, we kind of go through how, you, how you're feeling and if you think that your symptoms have progressed. We want to make sure that we give you an accurate prediction of where we think we can take you. And, you know, by the way, anybody who comes from, you know, Gun Owners Radio, um, you know, references Gun Owners Radio, um, we will happily give back to um, San Diego County Gun Owners Association um, a portion of that of that um, fee that, that is paid. Wow, that's so very generous. Sure Thank that, you. Absolutely. We want to make sure that we give back in every way that we can and appreciate your partnership, Michael. I mean, what you do, you know, and your organization does in San Diego is so important, for whether it's the Not Me SD or it's you know, the voter guide, um, whether that's the, uh, the PAC or radio show, um, we just, I, re- I appreciate you, everything that you do and, and your group does. Well, thank you, Liza. That's very sweet. 
Um, so, okay, so if I'm a veteran, I need to. So, what, what if you know what? I'm a veteran. Say I'm not. Okay, say you know someone who's listening who's a veteran, and uh, they 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 don't know. You know, they they had some issues, and they think they're okay. They think they're taken care of. Um, should they contact you and 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 just you know let you know? Hey, here's my situation, and see if you guys yeah, can help, sure. or or you know how how I guess how does someone know that they should t- contact you? Well, if they, I mean, somebody probably, they, people understand if, if their condition has gotten worse than where, where it was, they know, right? And if they want to know uh, whether they're under, whether they were currently underrated, you know, that maybe they think, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling really crummy and, and it just doesn't seem like, you know, this, this is really making sense. You know, I, I, I feel like I, you know, can barely get out of bed in the morning, but, you know, I'm only rated at, you know, 30%, you know, and, and that's just not really helping. It's not really helping out at all. Um, give us a call. Um, you know, you can, you can call me directly. You can go to our website. Like I said, fill out a contact form. Our phone number is right there on the website. Um, you can email me, Leslie at PatriotAssist.org, um, or my brother, Will, at PatriotAssist.org. We're, we're here to answer questions, and we're here to help. So, you know, you, they don't need to know everything. Um, in order to make that call, we'll help them figure it out. And if if I if someone's not a veteran and they don't know anybody that's a veteran and they're they, you know they're not um, you know no health issues with any veterans nothing like that, but they still want to help, uh, can they go to your website and uh, do you take donations or is there something they they can do to help or? You know we're not a, we're no we're not a nonprofit, but um, we but I mean if, everybody knows a veteran in San Diego, right? I mean we're one of the highest. Um, veteran uh, populations uh, in San Diego. So, um, you so know, get the word out. The yeah, find just a veteran. Say, hey, you got to yeah. go to patriotassist.org. Check it out. Yeah. And let's see if we can get some Absolutely. of these uh, uh, men and women uh, um, uh, a little assistance, a little help. Because, man, I, you know, I, I want them to get every red penny that they yep. are, that's, that's due. Um, Absolutely. So I, and, Absolutely. And all the help in the world that they possibly. Uh, can uh, you know, and it sounds like that's exactly what you guys are trying to do. For sure, that's, that's what we want to do. Yeah, Michael, this is Will Jakeaway. Hey, Will, brother. Thank, thank you, thank you so much for having us on the show. Yes, sir. Um, yesterday, I was on a call with a with a vet, and the process is so painless. Where the whole process can be so daunting for these vets when they get on there and they're trying to figure out which way to go. I mean, it's kind of like a maze. For these poor guys um and we you know massage that process through painlessly when we finished our call yesterday um he was just over the moon excited and he said that was the most streamlined painless experience i've had to deal with that had to do anything with the va i mean the the, the whole process can take under an hour i mean it can take half an hour 45 minutes depending on um, you know, the situations they may be in. Just to kind of kick things off. Yeah, yeah. So we really uh, enjoy the fact of the process being so so much more simple, so much simpler for the vet. Because, you know, a lot of these guys, they don't, they don't understand how do I start? Where, right. where, you know, where's my A to, you know, my A to Z? Well, that's awesome. It must be very rewarding, too, to work with uh, with such great people and get them the help they need. Everybody go to PatriotAssist.org for more information. Leslie and Will, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. Bye-bye. All right, folks, don't touch that dial. we still got another hour of Gun Owners Radio. 
FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Odin is not just Thor's dad. It is also a, is also a holster company. Let's see how good Odin's hol- holsters are. Are with Alicia next. But first, Gun Prom is coming to the Inland Empire. What? Get your dresses and suits ready. Dust off those dancing shoes. Get ready to celebrate and support the Second Amendment. You can join them at the Second Amendment or at other Second Amendment supporters on November 12th, 2022 at the March Air Museum in Riverside. Celebrate with delicious food, drinks, and dancing. Don't miss your chance to win some amazing prizes and support the Second Amendment at the same time. Get your tickets now at gunprom.com. All right. We got uh, Alicia is going to do a gear review on the Odin holster. So what's an Odin holster? So Odin holsters, they're just just like it sounds, a straight-up holster company. They make just they do inside, outside waistband um, holsters. They do mag holders. Um, they'll do battle belt rigs. Um, they, they kind of, you know, they're an all-around um, great holster company for all your holster needs. Um, this is my Odin holster here. I do conceal carry daily with my Odin holster. It's my new favorite um, inside the waistband conceal carry holster. Um, it's as far as it goes. Uh, they do place what is called a a sweat guard across the back. So it gives a little bit of just, you know, for me, I've I've had holsters to where those sites will dig. Um, for me, it's more about the sights. The sights are the back end of that slide kind of digging and biting in. Um, that's a, a concern that stops that problem from um, from occurring. It has a great mod wing that's very effective. It pushes up against that belt to kind of cant that, the, uh, the grip in. Um, but my favorite part is going to be this clip. That tends to be the bane for me on a lot of, and the weak point on a lot of holsters, in my opinion, is going to be the clip. Um, this clip here, they just, this is, if you look at their website, you look at the different clip options, they do have uh, various numbers are various types of clips that you can choose from. The one that I chose was—it's just a—it's called a um, a, a discrete clip, um, and that's just the style of what it's called. Um, as far as the holster goes, the retention on it is great. Um, just a little bit about the company: they are a veteran-owned and operated company. They do make all of their products custom here in the state of Utah, so they are all made here in the U.S. Um, do know that if you decide to order one, that they do have a four to six week. Uh, wait time because they are custom made and they will modify uh, they will they will custom make according to the modifications of your gun so mm-hmm. you detail for them all the needs that you have if you have a light you have a laser you, if you have aftermarket sites you know all these things and they will uh, custom accommodate um, the needs of your gun what are those circles uh, it's just a, it's a washer i just thought it would be a little fun they do allow you to kind of customize the different colors the different parts if you choose to so it's something that wasn't visible that I thought was a little bit of fun, so I chose a color. So what's the point of those? Uh, as far as the color? No, just what – oh, that's just what holds it together. Okay, yeah, it's you. just a washer. So, yeah, just – so your retention. Gotcha, so your retention screws. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and just the, it attaches the mod wing and the the, the, uh, the clip. The glow in the dark? 
Not that I know of. You never looked? You'll Not have to yet. Check that out. I'll have to check. <laughs> what kind of money are you talking? So they they have various models. If you look in, if you look on the website, they do have um, various models that will include your your uh, firearm holster as well as a mag all in one unit. They will have, they have a separate um, slimline um, holster. They have a, a larger modified and an outside the waistband. Their inside the waistband will vary from 55 to 115, depending on the style that you're looking for. And the outside the waistband will range from 87 to 115. And then modifications will be adjusted accordingly? Correct. Like if you do something really out, out of the world, you know, out of their normal realm of the Correct. prices you just gave us. But like you said, once you tell them every, that the gun you're using, what modifications you're doing, if there is any changes, they tell you up front. Correct. Yeah, it's, it's the website... When you order, it's basically drop down. So you choose what you want. You pick from that drop down. You select your option, and right away it adjusts that price, and so you'll know. Gotcha. Right up front. What kind of warranty? Limited lifetime. So they do not they do not warranty any of the screws or the washers. Those are you know there's the, considered to be normal wear and tear on that. However, if there's a defect, and the like codex itself cracks, cracks right. Yeah, you know okay. if it's scuffed or, or scratched, they they're not going to warranty against that. But if yeah, there's but if something, the brack, or if the the belt loop thing falls off for whatever reason. Correct. Okay, so manufacturing defects. Correct. Gotcha. And the only place you can get is on their website? On their website. What's your website? OdinHolsters.com, and we actually do have a nice promo code for anybody who would like to order. They are offering us 15% discount, and your discount code's pretty straight up. It's just Gun owner, uh, gun Owners Radio. So let's say if somebody orders one, gets it, and doesn't like it. I mean, do they have a limited warranty? Like, they do. Have, they will offer. I believe there's a restocking fee to send it back. Okay, but or they'll work if, with or, you. They'll work with you, but it's not all your money back. But if you get it and you say, "Oh, this thing's not comfortable at all," can you send it back to them and they'll make the adjustments for you, or do you know that yet? I mean, that's a great question. Yeah, it just only because you know how sometimes some yeah. people are here, or maybe they didn't answer the 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 questions properly. You know, and then when they get it, it's not what they thought it was, or it's not what they mm-hmm. wanted. What but made I'm you sure go work with them? What made you try Odin? It was recommended by somebody that I work with. Okay. So you know, I'm always out there and looking. You're happy with it? I'm happy. I love it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm always asking people, "What do you use? What do you? What do you have? What do How you like?" How many holsters do you have? More than I have fingers. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, I, but this I, is your go-to. This is my go-to. So yep. you're going to sell all the rest of them. <laughs> I, I won't want to put that on anybody else now. You're speaking to somebody that just bought a antique TV that I don't need, so I get it. Need a holster? No. Need another TV. <laughs> well, I can't say that on air. Somebody might be listening. <laughs> just dawned on me. Then you'll yeah, then you'll need a holster. <laughs> you're going. You're going with. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I never even thought of that. So it's is the, uh, all the holsters they make are they all concealed or do they do no outside? they do they do an inside and and an outside as well and they have a um, oh gosh I was trying to look at all the different uh, patterns that they have different colors of Kydex different patterns so if you want something custom they have all the options. Talk about that that claw thing there. The modwing. Yeah. So the modwing claw, essentially what this is, this is an, an additional feature. I believe it was like ten bucks to add it. What it does is when it's on your person, your belt goes through the loop. And that belt sits right here on the mod wing. It essentially is is a feature that pushes, so it pushes the holster. I wish they, we wouldn't get dinged if I had a, something in here to show you. You could have brought a banana. You put a banana in there. We don't get dinged for bananas. Put your cell phone in there. Find a skinny banana. It won't fit. Oh. 
So you never tried. <laughs> I did earlier, actually. <laughs> so your your firearm will sit in the holster. Your grip is going to be extended out this way. Right. The mod wing has a feature that is uh, extends out forward, but when the belt pushes against the mod wing, it rotates the holster in, so it brings that whole grip in and kind of pushes. So, uh, kind of molds it more into your body. Either the grip is going to be the hardest thing for most of us to conceal. So the mod wing just simply rotates the cant of the holster in so that grip is more in your body versus out. Can you I feel see. it? The mod wing? No, no, no. The belt that when you've got when you have that on, I mean, is it like you don't even know it's there? You know, I, I, it does. I, I'm so used to wearing it inside the waistband holster. To be honest, I, it doesn't bother me at all. That's what I'm it, saying. So when you you're don't. when you're new, you, you're going to feel it. Um, but Until if you've you done it for a while, it. it's very comfortable. And to be honest, I actually put if you look at my Velcro on the back. Remember the clinger holster from right. prior? So I actually put my clinger pad on the back. I do use it with this one as well. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Okay, so again, the website. Is, is there anybody, before we got like one more minute, is there anybody in particular that should consider this, or is it pretty general use? I think it's, it's uh, I, as far as, I have not, I'll be honest, I have not used their outside the waistband holsters, but based on my experience with their inside the waistband holsters, their cro their product is, is wonderful. It's The construction on it is great. Um, the Kydex, it, the retention on it is perfect. I've had a number of other holsters that have, questionable retention you know they all say they're adjustable but sometimes there yeah. is just not an adjustment that's good enough well um, here, here's what you need to do when you get the copy of the show mm -hmm. you send it to them you know and say here's a review i did of your belt <laughs> send me and an, another outside and if you want it back pay the freight if you don't want it back i'll donate it to san diego county gun owners and we use it as a raffle prize at the problem all right right mike I think that's a perfect idea. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, that's the best. Because otherwise, you'll have to add on to your house. Because if you keep doing reviews, <laughs> people are going to start sending you this stuff. And, you know, trust me, once they hear that review, I'm sure they'll be more than happy to. Because I got a sneaky feeling they do more than just a holsters. They do all the all your firearm gear um, so, containment. So, yeah. Pieces. So, you mm -hmm. yeah, so you got lots of stuff to, to choose from. Yep. Cool. All right. Very good. Nice job. All right. We're going to take a quick break. You listen to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Oh, get this kid trained. All right, now you have to read. Some people get bored with stock cars. Some people get bored with stock guns. Learn about uh, customizing your gun with two new yen from 2C. Next. Who wrote this? Who gets bored with stock cars? So we're, yeah. no, we're not with stock cars, with stock cars. No. You know, they get bored with cars that are stock. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I feel much better. They don't better. get bored with stock cars. I knew you were going there. You knew I was going yeah. there. Holy moly. I'm, hey. I'm, like I'm, I'm like a moderator. Okay, I'm a I feel much better. A lot of companies are so frustrated, frustrated with their websites. Yeah, frustrated. You love that. With their websites. It looks old. It's out of date, and it's not getting the customers. Well, Sage Tree gets it. Since 2005, SageTree has been helping companies with websites that look great, work great, and get leads. Stop being frustrated. 
by your website and get one that will be, you can be proud to share. You can contact Sage Tree today to get a website that makes the phone ring. Getting started is real easy. 866-728-9100. That's 866-728-9100. Get your website fixed today. I was wondering who this guy was. He's been sitting here all day. <laughs> I just thought you guys found him out on the front of the store. Or exactly. The station. Just brought him in for... And uh, he's been playing... Keep him warm. He's been playing mumbly pig with these things on the table here. How cool are those, Dave? I don't know. they got lights and everything. I don't know what's going to happen next. So, so this is our our buddy, too. He's been... I did, too. Uh, yep. Longtime Good. member of uh, San Diego County Gun Owners. He's been to just about every gun prom. Yeah. Uh, worked for gun uh, Gunfighter Tactical. And he does his own custom uh uh slides uh, yeah thanks for telling slides. me gunfighter tactical moved uh <laughs> you're very welcome from yeah. miramar road <laughs> to someplace back in the woods oh you found it anyway i so. did find it i had to go pick a hatchet up but that's another story <laughs> so what do you got there sir uh so i i got a couple of slides uh that, uh i designed and i cut all this thing in my shop wow now, when you say a slide, for people that can't see, because, here, let's do that. Well, let's see, which, camera, which, which one can we use? Yeah. Okay, so kind of explain to people, what are these? So, um, this is the top part of the gun that uh, hold the barrel inside of it. Oh, okay, That's all right. A, it's called a gun slide. And you made that from scratch? I cut all the shiny part. So, the, the black part is yeah. the uh, OEM or the stock slice. Okay, gotcha. And these are the cut that I make okay. for different reasons. These right here are called the optic cut. Okay. They mean for you to mount these modern uh, optics. Oh, um, like the red dot. Right. And then these are uh, uh, for looks, for oh. the Gucci part. Gotcha. <laughs> um, there are functioning parts. At least you'd be all over that. Yeah. Um, so, for example, this slice right here, these are actually functional. Um, the Glock Gen 5 start uh, to implement it by stock, but the Gen 3 and the Gen 4 doesn't have it. So a lot of people, they send it in for me to have these cut. Uh, serration, front serration. What's that do? Yeah, what's that do? Um, I think it's, it creates a lot of grips. Oh, just um, for the, yeah. oh, on their hand. So you can, you know... Uh, Rack the slide a lot uh, gotcha. better. Yep. Okay. And that's the barrel laying right there. That's the barrel. Just uh, fell out. This this right here is also a functioning cut. This is called porting. Um, it's uh, reduce a lot of muzzle rise, uh, so your gun will shoot a lot uh, flatter. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. So it won't. It won't jump all. Won't over climb up yeah, on you. Work very well. Yep. Okay. So you have one, two, three, four different kinds. Uh, yeah, these are some full-size. Uh, these are two full-size Glock. Okay, so, you, so you're pretty versatile of doing pretty much anything and everything. Yep, I am the shop that actually do the real custom stuff that nobody else on the market actually want to even get involved. Right. Well, it looks like you had to invest in some equipment. Well, um, um, I am an engineer. I actually own an engineering firm. I design uh, custom product for both the biotech. The gun's actually a, 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 hobby. a, a, a you know, size of that. Yeah. Uh, I started turn, doing that. It's yep. going to turn into a full-size business. <laughs> it, it has been that way. So you're getting a little back-ordered, maybe? Uh, yep. I'm about two, three weeks uh, That's behind. good yep. news. I, I cut all these things yesterday. I was wow. so busy. The, all this thing just done yesterday before I left the shop. Uh, brought it here. Yep. So, uh, so do you have a CNC machine? I have two CNC. I have a uh, CNC meal and I have a CNC lay. Why uh, is it everybody has to have two? 
Nobody can just have one. They, have um, have they do different things. The, the meal. Is uh, that what cut, you told your wife? Um, I have to have two because this one does this and this one does <laughs> oh, that. Oh, you got me. I'm not going <laughs> to run away from that. You I got mean, it's me. the best way to I get more to, than yeah. one. I'm about to buy the third one. And yeah, then, <laughs> right, because that does something totally different as well. Exactly. So, do you have a website? I do have a website. It's uh, T-W-O-S-E-E dot U-S. So, uh, people go there first, take a look, see what you got. Yep. Then there's a place to contact you. Because I'm sure you got to talk to the customer to find out exactly what he or she's looking for. Yep. Especially when you do custom work. Because once you cut, you know, measure twice, cut once. Uh, yep. Trying to be very careful with that. Yeah, no kidding. How did you get into firearms, too? So um, I was born and raised in Vietnam. I was there for 20 years, and uh, you know you can't have guns there. So yeah. uh, when I first got here about 20 years ago, I uh, got a job. I got my first credit card, and the first thing I bought was a 1911. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and then uh, I've been shooting since then. I love it. I think being an engineer, I like a lot about guns. There's a lot of design and stuff like that. It, right. it taught me a lot of stuff. Um, um, so uh, so this is all self-taught? This is all self-taught. Okay, so it's yep. not like you went to school. and. and... Nope. I. Um, well, what's your professional background? I'm a mechanical engineer. Yeah. I graduated from S, uh, uh, San Diego State University. So that's mm-hmm. where that's where this came from. Uh, not really. Like I said, I was in automation robotics, and I, I do a lot of biotechs back in the day. This started because I back in the day I sent send my gun out to shop to get it done, and when I get it back, <laughs> it's, it's not what you long. want. <laughs> it's not what I want. So this really that's how I start. Um, I've been a friend with Gunfighter Tactical since the beginning, like seven years ago. Yeah. And um, so when I start doing my own thing, they was like, "Where'd you get this done?" And I'm like, "I just do it myself." And they say, <laughs> "Really? Oh, you know what? Can you do it for us?" I'm like, "Sure." So how do you? So each of those cuts does something. Yes. I mean, so, some of, some of it's kind of aesthetic. Yep. But, but there's a function. Yep. So how do you know it's gonna do that? So you know um, I mean? there's two things. There's the optic cut itself. Uh, like I said, you know, I sent my in many years ago, and I when I got it back, there's a thing that I didn't like about it. Um, so I put a lot of time. This cut right here is my own design. I probably uh, the only one in the in the planet Earth, not just the U.S. Right. Offer this. You should, it's a very you low. Patent it. It's a oh, <laughs> I have a, a bunch of patent going on right okay, now. Good you know, I talked to Mike recently. Um, so um, it's very low. Um, I think I have an optic here somewhere. Oh, there you go. Yeah, leave it to her. Uh, so you see how low? Like, um, let me let me show you this. Majority of the uh, RMR cut on the market, you need a very tall sight. Mm-hmm. This basically coordinate with the OEM size, very low. Oh, wow. um, these posts right here is actually functional. Majority of the cut, um, they don't have it. Kind of like this. So when you put your optic on there, they move around easily. I hope that you never knock your your Optics. slide or something like that. Oh. But if you do get run around in that's one of those situations and you knock it, it'll move. And then when you lose your zero, then it wants to point it off there. Tell, this, tell Dave what co-witnessing means. Co-witness means um, there's a dot in here by the op- <laughs> Don't pay attention. <laughs> I get All right. All right. I, you got me there. So well, well, uh, no, I, well, I don't know. You, Really explain it. It's, uh, a lot of people don't know what co-witnessing is. So uh, original gun was uh, gun cam with the iron sight, which is the rear and the front. You line up these things uh, and you put it that straight line to where you want to hit, and you put a hole there. 
Uh, the new optic, uh, they, they do some magic in there. So basically, they gave you a dot. You look through, you see the dot. You put that dot with whatever it is you put a trigger and put a hole there. So um, it's a good idea to have backup, meaning um, the old system consisting of the rear and the front iron um, in the same line with the new optic. So let's just say for some reason this thing doesn't work anymore. Uh, it's, it is where it is. Um, so originally, gun was designed, they didn't come with optic, you know, from way back in the day. Now it's, it's, um, the optic has become very popular. Um, so um, all the new guns these days actually start to come with this. Now what holds that firmly? There's two, uh, there's two screws. Okay, okay, like okay, that. okay yep. gotcha, gotcha. So with the, with the cut that um, the, uh, you know, most, most other people offer, you basically reline the friction to clamp your, your optic down, mm -hmm. and it's not moving. Um, this right here, this the post that I created, you put your optic in there, and uh, literally it's there. It's not moving. So now only you need the uh, screw to clamp it down. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's, a, it's actually a lot better. And then uh, it's very low. It's uh, basically co, co with the, with the, uh, the stock um, so, iron. So roughly what do you charge for, uh, say, a modification so, um, like that? Optic cuts is about $150 to uh, $175. Depends okay. on how complex it is. Okay, you're, too, is. you're yep. too cheap. CNC machines are very yeah, expensive. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So we'll bump <laughs> that price up next. Sure. And then these cut right here, again, um, a lot of, uh, like, these cut, they come from real experience, you know, like uh, the requirement. I know I, I, I'm fortunate that I'm hanging out with a lot of competent shooters. Right. They constantly give me feedback. Oh, I want this. I want that. And then that's where I say, all right, you want that? I'm an engineer. I know how to design something to make it work. Yeah. And then um, And since I you want it, it's $50 more. Dollars. Um. Fifty-five. How about that? How about I, that? We're, we're going to work out great. <laughs> I'll be your sales rep. All right, <laughs> I'm all in. So, if you're how many weeks behind? Uh, two weeks. The, the optic cuts is is only uh, same day, almost every time. Oh, okay. Same or next day. Yeah. Do you only get professional shooters? You know, target shooters. Oh, all day long. So yeah. that's who your basic customer is. You think? I, I'm going to say uh, maybe 10, 20 percent of competition shooters competition. and then a lot of just regular people. And the only reason you probably don't have more competition shooters, they don't know you. Um, probably. And the more you get out there and the more they find out, or I'm sure if somebody beats another guy and the other guy looks at his gun and say, Hey, where'd you get those? Yep. Cause you're not in a big hurry. I mean, I mean, you, you, you cause you don't want to be six months out. Well, that that would be a, a good problem to solve because uh, again, I I was an executive uh, in the court before I quit my job and do go full time with this. So I know how to scale thing up and stuff like that. Gotcha. So all the thing from the beginning, I start. I cut slide right now. That's why it's very uh, fast. Right. But when let's just say this day, I have twenty thirty. Of, um, I have all the program. I have people that, yeah. that I train that can just you do it at your house, or do you have a no? A shop? It's a big machine. It's a. Uh, oh, your wife wouldn't let you mind. bring that thing in the front room. Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's great well, I, I, try, you, I try that but it didn't, didn't work yeah out. it never does I love engineers I love I love it when people yeah. look at something and say you know what I can do that because the person that did it for you that's probably what they thought at one time <laughs> right until they try and they'll, they'll say actually it's not that easy you just turn on the CNC machine walk away no? uh, you come back sometime there's it smoke looks, you know uh, smoke <laughs> <laughs> Shatter glass and well, stuff that, like that. that. You don't want that. That's pretty cool. Give the website out one more time. Yep. T W O S E E dot U S. All right. Very All good. the information's there. There you go, Mike. You want to get your guns modified? I'm thinking about it. I had we're fun. bringing them back for the next segment, too. We're going to talk to you more oh, about it. Oh, he's not leaving yet? Not yet. All right. Well, stick around, folks. 
You're listening to Gun Owners Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio. FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. PRMI Mortgage. slash Alpine. Hey, if you're looking to buy, refi, or if you're just considering reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. They make it super easy. You can work with a friendly expert team that will help you get the best deal on a mortgage. Give Chris a call at 619-722-1303 or primeres.com slash alpine. So we're talking to two about his custom uh, slide cuts. Yeah. Now, can you? Are there? Do you, have, do you have limitations? Can you cut any slide or there's just a certain make and model? Or um, So if it's physically possible, I do it. Like I said, you know. Um, so I you're have, just not a Glock guy or a Smith and Wesson. No, guy. No, I cut all optic um, right. on my website. People will see uh, how 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 crazy I go about. How, I literally cut every optic that uh, <laughs> available out there on the market, and every every gun or different model that um, available out there. I have a lot of people sending them out of state. Um, that they talk to a lot of other. Shop that's much bigger than me, but they wouldn't even discuss about a project. So, like I said, if it's physical, and physical possible mean like if you give me a, a slide that is shorter than the optic that you want me to cut, I don't know how to do that. Right, that well. Yeah. yeah, well, for example, like fit that in there. I don't know how to lengthen the slide, but if it actually is yes, like you fit could there, do it. you would just make a new slide. <laughs> well, saw, yeah, saw it off, saw and then, it you know, off, add an extension. Well, just like <laughs> so, when you go to Gunfighter Tactical, do they have a display that? Just normal cust- walk-in customers can see and say, ooh, what is this? Uh, we in the same building. You you walk into gun uh, fighter tactical, they'll, they'll, they'll take the order oh. and we'll do it for you. Well, the yeah. reason I'm saying is, like, if you just walk in and you're waiting to get big serviced or help, there's a little you know piece of cardboard and there's that there. And Well, I guess, how, do, how does somebody know what they want? Do you, have, um, do you have samples and examples? Or? We we have a lot of sample, and on on my website, um, um, there's uh, my Instagram information on there that have probably 200 posts right now with literally everything that yeah. I can imagine. But people the people that me. come to you, yeah. they pretty much know what they want. Yeah, they know me, and you start with an. And office. they know what they want on this. On what you're going to do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just can't find anybody to do what they want. Right, right, um, and the detail of it. Um, so the. Cut that people offer out there are kind of like obsolete. They're kind of old. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, there's a lot of new design, and I constantly update it, you know, based on the feedback and stuff like that. So when they talk to me, they would say, hey, actually for this specific of what you want, you have four options. The shield, uh, uh, the MP shield is one of the gun um, that is getting a lot of, uh, uh, start to gain a lot of popularity lot of right now. Um, so I have actually four options, and, I got literally people ask me every day, so I write like a post. Okay, here's all your options. Here's why you should go with this yeah. and that and that. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Quit asking me. <laughs> Just do like I tell you. 
Like, well, in a, you know, I'm an engineer, so I'm more interested in talking to people about what they want. Yeah. And I think doing, getting, getting the customer what they really want or really, right. really need is more important than, you know, trying to sell a job or something yeah. like that. That's just, well, sometimes you're more, you're more for the challenge. <laughs> yeah. You want somebody, like to do yeah, stuff. you want somebody to come to you and, and give you and a say, challenge. Some, something that I can't, you know, that's tough to do. Or I, I can't guess. find anybody that can do this. Is there any chance you could do it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's many cases like that. I told him it takes ten dollars to ship me a slice, and uh, there was a cup. I think there was a cup, uh, a gun shooter club in uh, New Jersey, so like New Jersey yeah. uh, shop shooters, something like that. The guy called me. I'm hey, I found it online, and I have this gun. I love it. And I talked to literally five biggest company in the U.S., and they don't even want to take the project in. I told the guy, I said, uh, $10, just ship the slide back to me, and I'll tell you if it's, uh, if it's doable. possible or not. In fact, I finished that slide that night that I got it in the mail. I mailed it back to him the next morning. I told him, like, custom work should take, like, a <laughs> oh, week. Because wow. I don't want to go home. I was yeah. like, oh, this yeah, thing, yeah. you know, like, that's one of those things where I'm like, you know, it would be so cool to You do had this. to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> it's just, yeah. just got to get it done. Well, because you got to ha- hold it in your hand before you I have it. Yeah, I have it right here. Why have you, you ever had to turn somebody down? You got the slide? I don't think so. There's not a whack gun. It's called, it's uh, some kind of, um, I go blank right now. It's on my website. It's really weird. It's a collectible gun. Literally everybody on Reddit said, there's no way you cut this. And a guy found me, sent same thing, guys sent it to me, and I cut the gun that night. I sent it back. Now, everybody that owned that gun sent it to me. <laughs> it's in the picture. I have to create like a uh, um, uh, special plate uh, to fill back in some of the place. But anyway, yeah. I don't think I ever turn anybody out. Like the only, I learned in the lesson, I was like, if you, if you take your optic and you put it on your slide longer than it's like, that's one thing. Right. That yeah, but I mean, as long as it fits and they want to make Physically a modification. sick, yeah. Um, and you're probably constantly thinking of different ways to modify it to make it either better or maybe different or more efficient. Yep. I, um, I, I, I have quite a few patents uh, in, in my corporate life for medical devices. And, uh, but recently I, I, I had a few. I have two going on right now. Why I'm doing this, I saw things that um, I don't understand why people haven't done it yet. So, well, yeah, like I got you that said, cut. it's too yep. difficult. It's too, yeah. Well, I, I guess there's a business. I guess you know there's a business size all about. And you know, there's people much. that are lazy; they don't want to go above. See, you've been doing this for, and to you, it's a challenge. It's yeah, not a. It's, like it. it's really not a business at this point. Yeah, it's a business, but it's not a business. It's guys, just give it to me. I, I, yeah, I want. I want. Yeah. I want you to challenge me. Yep. Yeah, I think that's where you get better product when you when you can challenge an artist. And, and that's what you would be considered in my world to be an artist. I come from the car world. Guys that can chop the top on a car and make all the glass fit and make it look like factory, but it's not. See, those people blow me away. And, and yeah. same thing with something like this. Yeah. And not everybody can do that, and not everybody can do that. Yeah. Now, I, and it doesn't make a difference how big your CNC machine is. Because uh, if you don't know how to operate right, it and put right, the right numbers right. in, or want to do it um, as best as can be. Yeah. Well, it's funny is that you do it so quickly. Um, because I can't wait to. Uh, well, you know, like you can't I wait to see the end you know, result. Like, I, I have to see the result. Like I just can't. I'm like, <laughs> so you can't go to bed until it's done. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's many nights. My wife's like, "Where are you?" <laughs> I, I'm in the shop. What do you mean? Where? I, oh yeah, I'm in the yeah, I'm in the shop. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's amazing. that's awesome. What's the biggest challenge? How, like, how do you, uh, you know, is it, what, what do you have to be aware of? Like, why can't just any old schmo 
Cut so there's, I mean, cut and slice sounds simple, but it's a lot of things you have to watch out. Actually, learn it the hard way. There are feature in the slide itself, like safety plunger and stuff like that. You have to know you can't, because you know the bottom line. Because after you cut your slide, the gun does not does not function anymore. Then twice the point. Like trying to dig in your yard without a digger. Right, and then there are, there you yeah. go. Um, and then there's so many different guns. Sick, they have their own thing. CZ is kind of different. Glock is different. They're all different. So after, because now I cut ev- literally everything, so I know I have like a checklist um, that I go to every time I do a, a custom uh, job. I'm like, okay, don't don't do this, don't do that. Check for this, check for that, and then that helped me uh, well, uh, not screwing up. Yeah. You can't. I mean, you don't even put straight lines in. You put circles and yeah, it's called high efficiency. Uh, high efficiency. I think I'm probably haven't seen people have done that. No. Back in the day, it'll cost you a fifteen thousand dollar license to get the to software do that do that. And is but, there a purpose to have it? This? Yes, there's a purpose. You look at all that thing right now. You see that evenly, right? So the computer yeah. calculate. Um, and then, long story short, is your annual every time it go, it cut the same exact amount and not. Um, and that's how you get the best cut out of that. That's uh, that's probably like. High in the uh, artist scale of right. machining, yeah. Now, the rough edges on the outside, is that purpose? Uh, uh, which one? Uh, well, that. For the serration? Because you want grip. grip. Yeah, you, grip. Want grip. Okay, yeah. you want grip. Okay, you want grip. Yep. But you see, like, like right there, that how it comes out. Get a grip, out, Dave. Uh, <laughs> I tried. I tried so hard. <laughs> so that slide right there, that's how it come out of my machine. No burr. That's one of the things, like, it's on. Like, oh, so zero. there's no burrs. So there's, that, there's many people that actually grab that slide and just shoot them like that. They just like it so much. Like, I'm not going to even code it. This is, I've never seen, you know, clean machining like this. Wow. And just, uh, many slide, gun slide make it out of stainless steel, so it won't rush. And I know, like, uh, even Glock is not a stainless steel uh, slide, but I have so many competition shooters that shoot probably three, 400 rounds so, so a week. And I've been shooting a slide cut like that for a year and a half now. No rush. Wow. So, uh, and then they just like it. All these things right here. All of this that you see in this table is mm-hmm. how they come off my machine. There, so you don't no mess with them? You don't? Yeah, so it's funny. There was a guy that found my Instagram and come on board and sent me, like, a funny pictures. You know, like, the, the foreman versus, like, the apprentice. I'm like, when I, when I do, I get to do some real machining or, you know. Right. Instead of sitting in deburring and stuff, so I wrote him back. I said, "Come to my shop because there's no deburring in my shop." And I you see. Don't, you don't have that machine. <laughs> well, everybody has a CNC machine, but no, a deburring uh, machine. De- no, the CNC is the deburring machine. Oh, is if it? you write the program to 3D deburring, oh, it'll like, do that, it. That's why. That's what I do. I spend way too much. I way too much time. But I'm <laughs> like, you know, if you can do it, why not? And then it's, it takes a little bit of work, but if you uh, the next time you do it, it's just there. You just hit the button and just right. clean everything yourself. Well, and the other nice thing about you know not, you know not coding it or anything, it stands out. So the guy <laughs> standing next to you that hasn't had it done and he sees that he goes, he's gonna ask. Yeah, what so is that? It's funny. I donated a couple of slides to Gun Prom last time, and uh, that's a few people like, dude, that looked unfinished. I actually had people call the next oh, morning. It and looked order. unfinished. Yeah, it looked for it because I didn't paint it, you know. Like, but I have four order the next morning. It's like I want. That exact slide because I've never seen it anywhere. Yeah. So, um, it's so yeah, it's getting a lot um, popular now. Two tone. Yeah. And those are the people you don't sell to. Yeah, <laughs> forget about it. Yeah, I think that's just, pretty cool, isn't it, Dave? I think it's really cool. I, I just I, I love, love how much there is to do yeah. with in the gun world. You know? Well, yeah. and I like I said, I like artists. I like people that love what they do. They're passionate, and you definitely are passionate about what you do. 
and I can't imagine what's coming down the coming down next. Yeah, bottom line is this: there's nobody right now cutting fly uh, in the same day. I have people that drop off, like all, you know, all the police and all the service oh, really? people. Yeah, they say, "Hey, it's my service." Comes like, go get drop your fly right here. Go get the sandwich and come back and get it. When you're ready. Uh, nobody does that right now. Yeah, but you yeah. know what? Action Jackson's gonna get a CNC machine. Oh, then he's gonna beat me. You're gonna do it, you know, huh, like, Jackson. He's the answer. See, he's like, he's, <laughs> the answer. he's gonna beat me for real. Hey, you could probably train him. He could be your 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 uh, apprentice. He's gonna call it the Music Factory. Yes, he is. All the right, we're gonna CMC take a quick break. Music Factory. This is Gun Owners Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, a self-defense event happens in seconds. In the time it takes to listen to this commercial, your life could change forever. I pray you never are forced to shoot in self-defense. But if you must, then you must be ready. That's why USCCA exists. Because every responsibly armed American should have the training and education to navigate a self-defense situation. And should you ever need it, the 24-7 critical response team is right there for you. To discover more about USCCA, visit uscca.com slash G-O-R. Act now because the life you save could be your own. uscca.com slash G-O-R. Big announcement, Dave. What's that? 46 years I've been a cheesecake guy. Yeah. I've, I've turned me. into a pecan pie guy. Thanks. Really? Oh, yeah. I love pecan pie. So so, so do I. Janet's? Oh, I was just going <laughs> to say, have you been to Janet's? Oh, my gosh. I, they, I'm a pecan pie guy now. Hey, if you go there on Saturday or Sunday morning, yeah. go all the way in the back. Mm. It seems to make my mouth water. Yeah, easy. There's a guy over in the corner, and yeah. it can't be more than three feet by two feet, and he makes all the pies. Really? From scratch. Well, they're they're pecan, 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 pecan. Ah, it depends on where you pecan come from. Pecan pie is is to die for. Oh my god, that's good. Did you try? That's the it. Chocolate? I'm not, Did you do the chocolate pecan? No, what? not yet. I haven't. They just told me about that. I didn't know. When did you go there? Last night. Uh, yes, last night I was there. Next time yesterday. you go in, not last night. But next time you go in, tell them, hey, Dave Stahl says dinner's on him. <laughs> yeah, they'll trust me. They they love taking my money. I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna throw some of that pecan pie in, in a bowl, <laughs> put a little coffee over it, you know, maybe You're a little ready? eggnog on top of Keep that. Keep it up. You're gonna be hungry. No, now my mouth watering. Okay, everybody's favorite segment: stump my nephew Sam, the gunman, my nephew. We found out years ago is extremely good at. Gun trivia. So if you send us a question and we use it on the air, we will uh, send you a, sh- a hat or a shirt. And if you stump my nephew, you get a really super special prize. So without further ado, Sam, are, are you a pecan pie guy? Um, yeah, I, I used to not like it because I found the texture a little bit weird, but I've I've kind of come to a greater appreciation. Alicia said that too. I'm with you, Sam. She you don't like, like the, texture. The, the texture? I can't do it. That's weird. However, I didn't know there was a chocolate version. I could be persuaded. Let me. I don't. 
I, I got to try that. Look, there could be hope. Chocolate yeah. pecan pie. Yeah, just. And Sam, is it pecan or pecan? Um, I don't know. And being <laughs> that I live in the South, um, I am going to not answer so as to avoid self-incrimination. Very yeah, good, good, my friend. As long as you taste good, that's all that cares. All right, my friend. Okay, have you ever uh, done any cuts to your slides, Sam? Um, no, I have not. I'm I'm not into that whole scene, but that is, uh, I, I know that's a popular thing. It is. It is. It's very popular. Yeah, We've got cool an looking. engineer in the house here that's chopped up a bunch of slides that would blow you away, let me tell you. Two's an awesome guy. He was at... Uh, uh, in fact, uh, he was at one of the, he was at the gun prom you were at. In fact, I think you were sitting right next to him. To be honest with you, I think you guys were like a couple tables away, you to uh, to my uh, my nephew. But anyway, but you didn't have the lights on. How would he see it? You well, that's true. So two is going to um, read the question. This is from Ed from Las Vegas. Two. All right. All right. What is a volcano pistol? There you go. What is a volcano pistol? Ed from Las Vegas, thanks for writing in. Um, now, the I, I don't know too, too much information about this, so I'm probably going to screw up some of the finer details. The uh, volcanic line of firearms were, um, they had a pistol and they had, like a, I think, a lever-action repeating rifle or carbine. Uh, and the, it, was, it was an early attempt at fixed ammunition. So this was back in the days, in, in the 19th century, when, um, you you loaded your your weapon by pouring down the black powder and then um, ramming that down and then you know the bullet and and all, all that tedium of muzzle loaders and so this was an early attempt at fixed ammunition and what they did was they basically just took the bullet made it longer and then packed the base with gunpowder and a primer or percussion cap in those days but it's the same thing basically. Um, and so it was it kind of, if you think about it, it's almost like caseless ammunition because the bullet is the case. Uh, but these did not really last for very long because they were considered underpowered. Interesting. What, what does that mean? Fixed ammunition? What, 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 do you, what, do you, what does that mean exactly? Fixed ammunition as in, um, your single piece of ammunition is just one piece. You don't have a separate bullet and powder. I see. One of the weird guns of the Old West has to be the lever-action pistol. The Volcano Pistol was a joint project by Horace Smith and Daniel B. Wesson of Smith & Wesson fame to make viable weapons and to improve Walter Hunt's rocket ball ammunition. Rocket ball ammunition was an early form of metallic cartridge and arguably the first form of caseless ammunition. The ammo is a weird. Uh, the ammo is as weird as the gun. The main benefit was that it functioned in tubular magazine-fed weapons like the volcano pistol. Volcano pistol, excuse me. Volcano pistols could hold anywhere from six to ten rounds, depending on the size of the gun. At that time, that was a high-capacity pea shooter. It turned out that rocket ball ammunition was anemic and less powerful than most uh, mouse gun calibers today. Also. Operating a lever-action pistol required two hands was somewhat awkward. Plus, the guns and ammo were prone to misfires and malfunctions. However, the Volcano guns spawned the Henry guns, and from there, lever-action as a whole. So I'd say, I think you got that, right? You got that right. I think so. 22 years old, too. What do you think, man? Uh, amazing. Yeah, right? That's yes. my nephew. <laughs> Did you know that? Had you ever heard of a Volcano gun? 
No. Yeah. Anyway. But he did. He did. But he said he didn't. Yeah. But he did. Well. You know, he, said, he always starts off with, oh, you know, I don't really I don't know, know anything he, about that. Then he, he nails it. He, he nails it. Then he, he nails jukes it. you. He jukes you. I think he does. He, you think he's going left, he goes right. He goes right. I would never play basketball. Then bam, he's in the end zone. <laughs> So one of the things, one of the things I think is really interesting about these, other than um, that it's it's a primitive form of caseless ammunition, which is super cool, is that it's an example of uh, sort of overpromising in the marketing of of a gun. Like they called it volcanic because that implies. Uh, some tremendous amount of power when in reality this, these uh. these guns did not succeed because they were very weak. It's like, um, you know, you, you walk into a shop today and everything says tactical on it, which my coworkers know that that really, really gets under my skin. I can't stand that because it means nothing. Yeah, it does. It means black if it's tactical. <laughs> It means it's I black. I disagree. <laughs> FN offers the 509 tactical in uh, flat dark. In OD green? All right, well. Tactical beige. <laughs> it used to mean black. Tactical used to mean black and possibly had a skull on it. That was <laughs> that was another thing. Well, is that yeah, like assault a weapon? Skull. Right, a punisher skull. Or an assault weapon, right? Right. They're not assault it's weapons. Not a real, it's not a real term. It's not a real term. So I didn't know that you had such an aversion to the term tactical you should have never told him you know he's going to be bugging the hell out of you whether he's going to make you a t-shirt he's going to do the whole nine yards because you know how uncles it, are it, it has its place but it's so overused that it has lost most of its meaning that's i think fact. in today's industry that's a well, fact there two's nodding go. his head that's true isn't yep. it yep yeah well awesome job man i don't Absolutely. know how you knew about the volcano uh uh pistol but you did and ed from las vegas we'll have to send you a uh, a nice gift well we're gonna send him a hat or shirt let us know what you want and let us know if it's las vegas nevada or las vegas mexico where red dawn was shot <laughs> only you would know that <laughs> only knew you would know that <laughs> all right buddy thanks great, a lot great job sam thanks for having me on good night everyone Let's talk to you next week so big reminder that it is an election season everybody voter guide Go to San Diego County Gun Owners.com. Go to Orange County Gun Owners.com. Go to Inland Empire. Well, are we ever going to do a show that will just break down the guide, or do you want to just leave sure. it up to the people? Sure, we can do that. I, I, we did. Uh, we talked about San Diego's last time, and we'll, we'll have uh, Carla on to talk about Inland Empire. We'll have Heather on to talk about Orange County, and then I'll uh, maybe talk break about down San Diego. San Diego one more time. I think we should. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Ballots drop, I think, in like less than two weeks. Really? If, uh, if my math's right. Yeah, I haven't got mine yet. Um, nobody goes to the polls anymore. You just I, I do. Yeah, well, yeah, almost nobody. Well, you live in Alpine. You will go to the poll. <laughs> well, I vote in Santee. I live in Santee, Texas. Oh, that's right. So hey, winter fuel's coming. The winter blend. What does that mean? Newsom says he's going to let it out early so we can save money. Oh, that's so sweet of him. Can you explain to me why in a state that only has a weather ban between? 60 and 80 degrees has to have two different types <laughs> has of to have fuel. a winter blend i mean winter blend sounds delicious well maybe mis- maybe chicago yeah, with a with a little slice of pecan pie some winter blend oh my sounds Lord. like a nice evening <laughs> you know what folks it's time for you to subscribe to our show give us a five-star review you can find us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, youtube spotify and do us a favor and support all our sponsors 
San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, Inland Empire Gun Owners, the Dillon Law Group, PRMI Mortgage, Sage Tree, San Diego Flight Training mm-hmm. International, U.S. Concealed Carry Association, thanks to Squeaky, Michael Schwartz, <laughs> Sam the Gunman, Action Jackson, and Joe in the house, and Alicia Curtin. And a big congratulations to Action Jackson's dad, Walt. Yeah, congratulations. Big he promotion. Got a tugboat. <laughs> exactly. Well, he doesn't know what boat he got. They told him he was going to get a boat, and then he wouldn't give him a boat. Well, congratulations. But congratulations, anyway. Thank you so much for your service, and yeah. thank you for, uh, for the bringing, Action Jackson. Uh, bringing this kid along every week here. Yeah, he's going to take over our job. We won't have to come in anymore. That's right. All right. So, hey, is Bob Siegel in the house? It's taped. Okay, so we don't want to have to run like a rabbit. So he's not literally in the house. No. So, folks, don't touch on. that dial because Bob always has a good show. And uh, be safe. Join San Diego County Gun Owners. Check out the website for the voter guide. And if you follow it, you'll make us all happy. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer.